There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Today's episode was recorded from a live show with our guest, Paul F. Tompkins, and we all dressed up for Halloween. And so there's some references to our outfits. And if you are feeling left out and want to see said outfits, the video replay is still available at moment.co slash TSDW. And otherwise, there are some photos on our Instagram at TSDW Podcast. Hope everybody had a good Halloween, and we hope that you enjoy this episode. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. <laughs> oh my god Sammy Sammy I, I can't even see your eyes at all like I they don't. Oh. <laughs> hi everyone gorgeous okay we can do this oh we can do it hi everyone welcome to too scary didn't watch the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I am Ethan Hunt, and my miss- <laughs> mission, should I choose to accept it, is to be uh, told the plot of a horror movie. Ooh, I like that a little rendition of the opening. Thank you. Um, I'm Henley, and I'm too scared to watch scary movies. Usually I say I'm also too scared to watch scary movies with that. Sorry, I really threw you for a loop. <laughs> really threw me off. I am the hot salesman for Terrifier. <laughs> Not the terrifier of tiny hats. Definitely not Art the Clown. No, absolutely not tiny Art the Clown. Tiny hat haberdasher. Uh, yes, in I'm a haberdasher. Art the Clown lives. And this was the tiniest hat I could find. Can you believe it? You would think you'd be able to find a tinier hat than this on the market. So it's either that or a hat for a guinea pig. I know, well, this was for us a pug. I thought it was. I thought it would work. Okay. Anyway, let's move on to the star of the show. <laughs> and I am, of course, the Titanic. And I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to. And my face is really itchy. You're gonna be like scraping I'm it really off. Really trying not to scratch it because it could get messy. Honestly, Sammy. You are so impressive. The way you're so good at arts and crafts. It's amazing. It's an incredible work of art. I hadn't done arts and crafts in in a while, and it was really fun to just go, oh, no. We're, we're going down. We're, we're going, going down. down. Oh, no, it's happening. If you split that thing in half down the middle at some point tonight, I'll be really impressed. Yes. I did think about that, how I could slowly start sinking it looks like the i like that that they're on an angle um what are those called 
Those are me. Oh, man, I got took some of my nose paint off. This is a re- <laughs> really excellent huh. costume that I've chosen here. I love it. I'm so excited. I think it's going Incredible. great. Yes. I think it's, so far, I would say that this is going great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I know of something that'll make it go even greater. I think, I think so. Yeah, and I think, you know, why sit and wait even a second longer before bringing in our guest uh, for today's recap. And, you know, I'll let him introduce himself. And (laughs) here he is. You shouldn't have spilled your beans. (laughs) Yes. Yes. This is really special. This is guys. This is a very special night. Can you hear me? I can't hear myself, but I hope you can hear me. I can hear you. Yes, we can can hear you. you. Can you hear us? Um, The reveal of all of these, especially the Titanic, this was was monumental. (laughs) This is really incredible. And that's a a real beard, right, Paul? Yep. You grew that. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all working hard. I had a suspicion eight months ago that you were going to ask me to do this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I started working on my beard. Looks really good. Is that how long it takes to grow a beard like that? Eight months? Longer. I I think longer Longer. for something this long. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Everyone's oh, looking gorgeous you. tonight. Thank you. These are, I think, the, I think it's the best any of us have ever looked. <laughs> I'm really comfortable and I feel really normal and good. Sammy, <laughs> are you now super worried it's going to keep falling off? <laughs> I have to just keep adjusting my little strap in the back. Sammy oh. sent me several artist renderings of how she envisioned this costume going. That that I it's will, not intuitive. This is not I an will intuitive. Share <laughs> later because she, uh, you know guess what she freaking nailed it she did it's very yeah. clear it's clear yeah. what you are <laughs> she nailed it <laughs> yeah, I did not have any there was no confusion clear. there was no confusion it's very clear oh um, my happy God. freaking Halloween everybody happy Halloween yeah what a we special, did it special time mm-hmm. I'm very glad that we're here I'm very glad they were going to, okay, I also, I, I was going to, I have to take my, my gloves off so that I can get my phone and read my notes, um, but just need everybody to know that I did the gloves, and now my hands are very hot, and so this is going to take me, so I can take it off like he does in the movie. Ooh, hot. Can I actually? Yes. <laughs> like full rubber gloves. Red dead. Blue, blue, red dead. Um, no, they're like, rub, they're like dish gloves. <laughs> um, Wow. Here we are, second year in a row, to discuss a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell us, for mm-hmm. those who chose to partake, we do have a little drinky here. So it's cocktail hour, the return. Ooh, great spooky glass, Paul. Fun, right? Cheers We're having fun. You. Cheers. Cheers. And I believe Henley Cheers, is Henley. drinking. Is this your, there we go, Sam. <laughs> It's Henley. <laughs> Henley is able to drink alcohol. It's a yeah. wonderful. For those who don't know, Henley had a child 10 days ago. 10, ten days ago, ten she days had ago. a child. <laughs> 10 days ago. This, yeah. is ma- this is massive news. That's why my costume is a tiny hat for a dog. Um, <laughs> and this really special sweatshirt I've been wearing all day. Uh, yeah, I had a child 10 days ago, and her name is May, and she's great. She's and really cute. She's really cute. She's really cute. Has she asked about me? She, that was the uh, first thing she said when she came out. Really? <laughs> oh, that's flattering. 
She said, I heard you're doing a live show with PFT. <laughs> Full <laughs> sentence. That's right. Full I said, sentence May. just out the gate. So impressive. No, Sim- what she liked. Tell us about her. I'm sorry, Sammy's teeth coming through. <laughs> I know, it's really scary. It's I need to I need to address something really quick. Mm. Um, okay. So I really hyped up this thing which happens in <gasps> You're Greenwich, right. you, yeah, Connecticut. Yeah. Paul, if you don't know, I moved to Greenwich, Connecticut. Yes, 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 yes. And the Greenwich Hospital serves oh, you right. lobster after you yeah. After and, you give birth, steak yeah. and lobster. Surf steak and, and lobster. Turf. Surf and turf. Yeah. Surf and, surf and turf. turf and champagne. So this was right. a real thing. So it's a real thing. But wow. I we didn't do it. We didn't do it. And I'm so sorry to let all, everyone down who messaged me about it. <laughs> I got so many messages from people being like, how was the lobster? How was the steak? Tell us everything. Pictures? <laughs> Pics? Pics of the lobster? I don't have it. And I'm really, really sorry. I'm so disappointed to have to share that news with you. Basically, we got discharged early. And so it's supposed to be your last meal. And then we got discharged earlier than we thought we were. Did you get so discharged early or did they run out of steak and lobster? Or is it all a myth? No, I've did they to have to so get you out of there, out of there before you know. Uh, you're mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, everybody's healthy. I think you should go home. <laughs> yeah, but you should get out of here. Your podcast that everyone at this hospital is listening to. Um, we're worried you've outed we know, us. We know who you are. <laughs> We've listened. Ugh, anyway, so um, you came clean. You let everybody know. To what keep, can you do to keep with the logic that Sammy first established? I will just have to have a third child so that I can go get the lobster. Yeah, um, that makes sense. That's probably the only yeah. way. Because Seems I mean, like ho- hospital trade. lobster has to be the best <laughs> lobster. Okay, I've said this to so many people I've met here. I've been like hospital lobster, though, right? And no one, everyone's like, everyone's they like, they don't yeah. think it's funny. No, they're like, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I'm like, what? That that sounds like it's from a horror movie. <laughs> we do. We have mentioned that Henley is getting the firmed. I do think in the some capacity. Firmed. That so, was something I got really worried about. I, I got really you, worried about a, that. You should be. You just keep an eye out. You know, I'm not I saying know. it is happening. I'm just saying all the ingredients are there. I know. No, I like so. that. It's it's there's so much evidence that that I am currently being the firmed. So um, <laughs> but I'm not going to do anything about it because the thing is, yeah. when you're well, that's being the, the point. Firmed, you can't do anything about it yeah. when you're being the They're firmed, already listening. It's, it's really nice. It's also like nice. I think you could just lean into it. Yeah, he would have saved himself a lot of trouble in that movie if he'd just been like, great. Exactly. Honestly. Just go along with it. me. And what do I care? <laughs> yeah, you can. The, here's what I'll say now. You can the firm me. Don't the game me. Yes. Yes. If I had to mm-hmm. pick one, I'm absolutely getting firmed. Mm-hmm. Would you want to be Pelican briefed? You know what? I've never seen it, so I'll have to get back to you. <laughs> uh, I haven't either. And I don't know what it's about. <laughs> Sammy, I really thought for one second you were going to come back in a completely different costume. That would be fun. It's all, it's all a big joke. Wait, no, Sammy, we, we can't hear you. Hear still. you. No. no, nothing, nothing. Well, you can keep explaining it, but we can't hear it. <laughs> it's just moving. So it's just ma- mouth moving on a ship. It oh, does. the saddest Titanic on the, on the ocean. <laughs> oh, even sadder than the first one. Sadder than the actual Titanic. <laughs> it's a bigger deal. It's happening. Again. <laughs> <laughs> this disaster. It's happening again. Oh my god. I will say so Joel 
is in the other room and I'll have Joel tell me if if everything's bad. He did sprain his ankle this oh, week no. so so he can't run and bring me things. What happened? <laughs> I can't scream for things for him to He just rolled his ankle and it sprained it, you know, cuz mm. bodies are more fragile than he's he's probably upset that I'm saying this, but I, it's all just to say that I can't scream for Joel to come bring me things. Maybe maybe he's faking it so that I won't scream That's for him to bring is. me That's things. He's not. He's not. His ankle was really swollen. <laughs> really not faking it. Big fat, big fat ankle. Um, he's going to be fine. Every, everybody's fine. Um, well, I'll explain this little cocktail in case anybody wanted it, had chosen to make it. This is my first time making it. It's the Devil's Soul, which I assume is on theme. I've not mm-hmm. seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's rye and mezcal and Averna and uh, elderflower liqueur and Campari. Wow. It's a lot of things. It's very boozy, but it's quite good. Yeah. It is good. Wow. I'm a fan. So, yeah. It sounds H- delicious. Henley, what are you drinking? You're drinking a little mezcal and soda? Mm-hmm. Mezcal soda. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. It's only my second taste of alcohol in nine months. Yeah. Can you believe that? That tracks. Mm-hmm. It really tracks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was the what was the other one? The champagne at the hospital? No, mm-hmm. I missed the goddamn champagne. They don't even bring they you the champagne. They didn't give you champagne? No, you guys. I didn't get the champagne either. Um, the first was last wow. night I had mezcal. Last night. Mm. Wow. Last night. Yeah, last night. Really anticlimactic. Nothing too crazy happening. I think if it's the first sip after nine months, it's it's exciting no matter what. It's really exciting, except then I frantically Googled like when I can breastfeed after drinking alcohol. I had all Can't of the, you do like, it like immediately slash it's during? It's fine. But it's then you wait fine. a little while. <laughs> during, yes. <laughs> It basically it's like it's you know it's gonna take a while to get get well, through there as long right. as you're not drinking as long as it's like one drink or two drinks it's such a nominal amount of alcohol it does right, not because it's getting processed and then it's it's not like she's drinking it's not like your baby burning her and like giving her the drink from your mouth <laughs> no. so but that was of course the first thing I imagined before I googled it yeah. um the American Medical Association of course says to wait two hours um before you breastfeed only because they just don't want women to like enjoy themselves or feel relaxed about anything no it is true it is true um because you're not on it. you're not on your schedule you're on the baby's schedule of when the baby wants to eat so it's not yeah. like you can plan your <laughs> like drink and then in two hours I will decide to breastfeed the baby <laughs> yeah exactly and also they've done research that shows that it doesn't actually matter but it's like well let's not acknowledge that research let's let's <laughs> instead fear monger and make women feel more scared and guilty mm. that's kind mm. of my assessment of the medical profession in general make women feel scared and guilty yeah actually i think that's a lot of things (laughs) that's a lot of things (laughs) paul how's your spooky season been so far you know it's been really good we did some um uh cleaning out of the garage and so as a result that's spooky enough but then as a result a lot of the halloween decorations i couldn't get to which bothers oh. me a little bit. Yeah. So oh, we no. have some stuff out there. We have our skeleton, of course. Of course, in a rock we have chair. Our, we have Seen our him. black feather wreath, of course. Yes. Um, <laughs> but we don't have our uh, lighted uh, skull pathway, which is one of mm. our one of our favorites. Um, 
Damn. But we're doing okay. We're, 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 <laughs> you know, we're managing. Good. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. Yesterday was Janie's birthday. Oh, happy and so, birthday, Janie. Um, we, for, uh, this was at the suggestion of our friends, uh, uh, Matt Gorley, who I believe is a friend of the podcast, and Amanda Lund, um, suggested we go to a murder mystery dinner. That's <gasps> fun. At the Langworth Hotel. we never done anything like this before. We're like, absolutely, let's do it. Yes. It'll, it'll yes. Be us. She's, never do, she's got a freaking never late October it. birthday, and you've never done a murder mystery. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Sammy's back. Sammy's back. Can, does it sound like it's coming from my yeah. mic now? It does. Yeah. It does. We're about to learn about a murder I mystery know, dinner, I Sammy. I about this murder mystery dinner. So we thought, okay, it'll be the four of us and then a bunch of 80-year-old people. And then let me tell you something. This was not only was the crowd so much younger than I expected them to be, like we were on the older side of, of the audience. One of the most diverse groups of people I've ever seen at an <gasps> cool. event in Los Angeles. I did not see that coming That's at cool. all. It was wild. It was wild. Like I would say, the white people were the were the minority at, at this gathering. It was really strange, except for the, all the actors, of course. Um, <laughs> well, ghosts. But we, when we got there, uh, you know, you have to first you have to mingle. The actors mingle with you mm. at a, at, for cocktails outside, and oh yeah, this kind of thing is like a weird. It's almost a fear for me. Almost, I, I think because I am a performer. I dread like being called on in an audience or, you know, having yeah. to do uh, participate in any way like that because I'm I'm hyper focused on the idea that like I don't want to this is not my time to perform. I'm supposed to be, you right, know, do what right. this person needs me to do. And it makes me very nervous and anxious. Yeah. Okay. But then I started I started to get into it um talking to these people. We were having fun and then when we went to sit down for dinner, uh, it was just like a scramble for seats, right? There's like all these round tables and everything. A scramble, like a, a like musical chairs. Well, you just kind of <laughs> they like open the doors and everyone like a true like every man for himself. Yeah, kind it, of? Was not, it was not an official scramble. But <laughs> okay, it, it ended up being a scramble. And so we were like, okay, where are their four seats together? Where are their four seats together? And we finally found a table. We sat down and then we discovered at that table that uh, we were at a special table where one of us had to be a character and oh, no. everybody oh. immediately nominated me to do it. No, oh no. <laughs> but then it, it ended up being, I had to be uh, Frankie Fines, uh, a reporter for the Los Angeles Times. Oh, sure. And so you have to go up and you have to ask people questions. It's like, it's like the, the sort of thing that really normally gives me hives, but I had a fucking great time. <laughs> Oh, nice. Amazing. And yeah, we, we solved. The, I think we solved the crime, but they said we got a detail or two wrong, which I disagree with. But um, <laughs> but I did win an award. Uh, what? There they, were give out, they give out audience awards at the end of the night. And I won best actor. Amazing. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. really Is great. Is that going to make you feel less nervous next time you're called upon? Absolutely. To do? Absolutely. You can pretty point to this rude award. to Janie yes. on her birthday. Yeah. I, well, because then I have to really earn it. This was a surprise. And it's like Got next it. time, well, I have to I have something to prove now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This sounds very fun. It I was lately fun. have I've really wanted to do Nights like that that are just like, this is a kind of night I've never had. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I just, 
I'm craving those kinds of experiences sort of across the board. Like when Sam and I went to the Philharmonic. Now, granted, we are going to do it again, but Joel's never done it. So it's going to be his first time. Um, but it's just kind of a fun way to spend a, spend a night. Be like, well, this is new. Absolutely. I haven't done this before. Hmm. So that's my spooky season. That's spooky season. That's really, that's really, that sounds great. How's the, how's the beard? How's the beard working, Paul? You know what? It's, it's staying on there. <laughs> it, looks, it looks attached well, because it's real and you grew it. Of course. And because it's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's obviously real. This is the thing that the guys with beards say. It's staying on there. <laughs> it's staying on. <laughs> What's your beard staying on? staying on. Guys are always asking each other that. Yeah. We, we do a lot of beard check-ins. Yeah. Yeah. Staying on? <laughs> um, hey, let's, let's introduce this freaking movie. How do we feel yeah. about that? I can't wait. Let's do I it. I can't wait. This week's movie <laughs> is The Pope's Exorcist. Woo! It just came out this very year, 2023. It was directed by Julius Avery, written by Michael Petroni and Evan Spilatopoulos, based on books by Gabrielle Amor. Amor. I don't know whether you're supposed to pronounce the T in French or not. Uh, it's uh, Italian. Amort. Amort. And so it's Italian and you say the T and that but makes you sense. Given just a little bit later. You, amort. 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 Gabriel Amort. Starring Russell Crowe, Daniel Zavato, Alexandra Asso, Peter D'Souza, Fayany, Laurel Marsden and Franco Nero. It's streaming on Netflix. I'm very excited to learn about this movie. I'm very, very excited. Me too. I'm so excited. Um, is it? Is this now when I talk about exorcisms? I think this is the one you now talk about exorcisms. You really? You let us know, like, hey, just get ready. I'm going to talk about exorcisms, and I am ready. So the reason this came up is because Tim... Um, started a new job a couple of months ago and one of his like mentors in this new job wrote a book called mm -hmm. Leading with Love um, Essentials of Church Leadership it's by a man named Terrence Ellsbury he's been an Episcopalian priest for decades he's like 80 now I think he's retired but he still works at the church um, for fun um, sure <laughs> I bet it's fun <laughs> it's a nice church <laughs> So when Tim was reading this book, he showed me a chapter that he'd written um, about how to respond to a parishioner that's asked you to drive evil spirits from their home. So there is a whole chapter in this book about how to perform exorcisms that Tim had to read and, wow. you know, get to know. So and now the perspective I want I'm curious. You maybe you'll tell us. But the phrasing of that, how to respond to a parishioner who tells you there are evil spirits in your home feels different than how to banish evil spirits from someone's home. Like, is he sort of like, here's hey. how you, you know, you know, I let them know that you like got him out. No, 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 that's not the case. He believes he buys it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yes. Now that's interesting. Yeah. No, no, no. And all of this, I find deeply unsettling you guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's unsettling about? <laughs> so anyone who knows me knows that I don't believe in ghosts. I refuse mm -hmm. to. It's a, it's a pure defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. Um, how, so I am not a fan of the fact that now there is a person in my life who I respect and um, know personally who has performed exorcisms and fully believes in them. And I'm well, not that's sure demons, how I feel about not that. ghosts, right? Sort of 
That's what specifically aren't isn't it demons, not ghosts, or can it be both? Well, yes, I, but I, they I think all fall into the same category for me. I'm sure. not I'm not believing in demons or ghosts. I'm trying not to. You know, I'm trying not to. <laughs> you live in a bad place to believe in it. You really do. I know. I know. So. I'm just going to tell you guys a few tidbits from this book um, so that everyone Mm -hmm. can. I I felt like it was important for us to start from a place of, um, you know, real factual information, because I feel like we need that foundation. If we're Mm going to move forward hearing about this movie, I want us to be coming from a place of, you know, of of, a real professional scientific perspective. Yes, yes, of course. Exactly. Um, So he says, uh, you have to study the situation. Okay. You meet with who's made the well, request. Obviously. You find out from them why they feel their house or this person needs spiritual cleansing. You try to discern if it's truly the presence of evil or it's some relational conflict that's causing anger within the family system. And if it's the latter, you encourage counseling. But if you feel like they've made a case for the existence of some evil presence in their home, determine the best I'm way to sorry. help them. <laughs> Sammy nodding. I know. I feel yeah. like I should Truly? shake my head instead of nod. Truly, Sammy, you have like you've sort of faded into your background for me. That when you oh spoke a second ago, I was God. like, oh right, <laughs> Sammy's there as a ship. I'm so, I'm so sorry. That must be a tough conversation, though, when people are like, there's evil spirits in here. And you have you, to say, hey, have you tried, like, uh, couples therapy? I think you just need therapy. <laughs> okay, but if, see, here's the thing, though. Sometimes it's real. And whatever you do, if it's real, oh. don't try to brush off their concerns or indicate there's no such thing as evil spirits. Exorcisms of people or places was standard practice in New Testament times. Jesus and his disciples delivered people of demons regularly. So it's real, you guys. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Terry. This Terry goes me. on to say. Okay. Wait, I'm so sorry. This is the part. No, I that need to know. I need to know. Really got me. Okay. In the beginning of his religious career, he did not believe in evil spirits. Mm. He did Uh-oh. not believe. But that changed over time because he's been present at several exorcisms and seen the manifestations of evil before and during the exorcisms and the marked changes in the women and men who'd been delivered. Having witnessed this, he went to the Bible to see what it says about evil and how to fight it. It says... Uh, honestly, I would have done that before. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's your starting point. Oh, wait, the Bible talks about this. I mean, not to tell this guy's job, but, you know. He's retired now. Um, so, long, long story short, I'm going to cut to the chase. Our primary weapon against evil is prayer. Yeah. And he goes on to list some, like, oh, sure. pretty, pretty intense prayers that you can do. Saying Jesus a lot is key. That's a real key part Just of the whole saying process. Jesus. That's. Yeah. I mean, this this movie we're going to talk about today seems like it's staying really close to the scientific facts. Okay, great. I'd love, <laughs> love to hear that. I love to hear that. Um, I, I, anyone's feeling anyone's feeling unsettled. I just want you to know that Terry ends on a comforting note. He says that we're assured of victory. The Bible's very clear on this point. Christ defeated Satan. Great. <laughs> through his death on the cross and his resurrection, he already has won the ultimate battle for us. That's why when we pray against evil, it must go. But we do have to claim the victory and exterminate it when the battle comes directly to us or someone we care for. We have to stand up and fight. We have to stand up and fight, you guys. And so okay. 
That's that's really that's really it, and that's we're really going to be victorious. It. That's it's really it. not that complicated, you guys. Why you got to make it hard? You know what I mean. <laughs> the last thing I'll say she is that we had a listener write in and provide us with a great hack. Um, her her an exorcism her hack. Her dad, yeah, her dad is a priest. Okay, and um, I couldn't find the comment, so I'm sorry if I'm like messing this up a little bit. But what she said he suggested is that if you think your whole house is haunted, you put holy water in the sprinkler system (laughs) and you just turn that bad boy on. You turn the sprinkler system on. What a hack. You flood the house with holy water. Flood the whole house. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like a pretty, you might have other problems. You have have to move all your shit out first. (laughs) Holy water is where do you get it? Where do you get enough to put Can it you in just your bless sprinkler? Water you have, to have, and you have water? to have a priest bless some water. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Mm-hmm. Could oh, he just okay, like great. come and bless the sprinklers? <laughs> that yeah. seems more. Uh, yeah, bless the pipes. I'd have him go to the main. Yeah, I'd have him go to the main. That's a hack. That's a hack on a And I would say just keep it in the lawn area. Don't flood your house. Wait, but <laughs> what if the spirit's in the house? Yeah. Well, start start with the lawn and see well, if you it helps. Start with the lawn. Yes. It might help. Maybe, Maybe be- just our lawn is haunted. <laughs> I have a haunted lawn. Sounds like wishful thinking to me. Lawn. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm going safe the lawn inside, after dark. but oh boy, once I get out there, I am in trouble. <laughs> I heard a strange noise on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. that, okay. That's all well, I got we on go. exorcisms, you guys. Wow. Um, they do that in Constantine, which we got to talk about one day. We do got to talk about Constantine a really someday. fantastic the film. sprinkler system hack. Yeah, it's like it's not a, in a house, but it's like a warehouse, I think. And but in Constantine vampires? No. Yes. No. No. Demons. No. Sorry. Demons. Demons. Yeah. Yes, of course, of course. Um, okay, well, let's. Start, I mean, should we do a little trivia about this particular? Film? I would love to yes, hear some please. trivia about this movie. Yes, we've got a little bit. We've got a little bit of trivia. I'll go ahead and say that it has a forty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, forty-five okay. on Metacritic and a six point one on IMDb. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> Budget of eighteen million. It made seventy-six point seven million. So you know, great. Rotten Tomatoes be damned. They're doing just fine. Yeah. Um, Russell Crowe plays Father Gabriel Amort, a real <laughs> priest and exorcist for the Diocese of Rome. Father Amort and five other priests founded the International Association of Exorcists. So, you know, nice to know they've got a union. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's important. And by 2013, Father Amort said he had performed 160,000 exorcisms. <laughs> what? That's so that crazy. That's 160,000 <laughs> exorcisms. Wait, can he do multiple at once? I is don't he doing, know, Henley. Is he yeah. doing 10,000 exorcisms in one exorcism Yeah, it's like, somehow? how does he count? When when does he get to, he's like, well, then now we're at 160,000. Uh, I did see that he said one person can have a bunch of exorcisms. So it doesn't uh, mean 160,000 uh, so like people. It means like the exorcism didn't work. So we have to do it again and Still. again and again. So Still. that counts for 10, not one. How, okay, uh, <laughs> I need to know how many years is 160,000 days 
Sorry, I just have to know this. It does seem like a lot of time. It seems like yeah. too much time. Yeah, no, it's unrealistic. Is he just doing exorcisms from the second he wakes up to the second he goes to bed? Yeah, right? Guys, like, I guys. would think an exorcism would be, a, there would be one per day. Yeah. 160,000 days is... <laughs> 438 years. <laughs> okay, Gabe, we gotta see. We gotta Gabe, see the receipts. Do your work. Show your work. Show your work, Gabe. That is hyperbolized, my friend. Yeah. We need um, context. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, while researching the life and work of Gabriel Morth, Russell Crowe discovered that his personal favorite movie was The Exorcist. The 1973 version, sure. so much so what? that Amort became good friends with director William Friedkin, mm. who later directed a documentary of Amort's work as an exorcist. It's oh, called wow. The Devil and Father Amort, and it would be the last film Friedkin directed to be released in his lifetime before he died on August 7th, 2023. Wow. Recent. Yeah. Wow. I'd... I'd be interested to watch that documentary yeah, me too, too. Yeah. i would be as well it's very interesting as an exorcist who's you know done so many to um love the movie the exorcist i'm like i wish i would like to know what's he like about it you know yeah i guess we all like when people we like subject matter that we're interested in you know yeah <laughs> it's nice to be talked about but it's i mean like, i didn't like the movie too. punchline you know <laughs> sure <laughs> wasn't good i liked the, <laughs> okay i liked the movie titanic <laughs> I love the movie Titanic. I like all the Mission Impossible movies and uh, you know everything Tom does um, in his professional life. There you go. Not as Thank personal. you for that qualifier. Thank you. Um, okay, according to an interview with a Vatican-approved exorcist, he speculated that if Gabriel Amort was alive, he would be disgusted by the use of his name and character treatment exploited in yeah. a film such as this, saying he would be railing against the movie. Oh, I, I feels good to dishonor a memory, huh? Just yeah, it feels really good. Just, it feels really good. And and finally and most importantly is Russell Crowe came up with the idea to have the Vespa because he saw some priests on Vespas and he wanted to do it. He looks cool. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it makes the movie. It, uh, it really glasses. does because just when you've forgotten about it, it happens again. Yeah, it's oh, sprinkled yeah. in at exactly the right moments, and it was the right call. It, I it gotta really was. say, I this has got me thinking about Russell Crowe. I I, I, <laughs> I I stopped by to deliver this cocktail to Paul and Janie earlier today, and and we started talking about Russell Crowe a bit, and like. Where do we think it happened that he went from being a serious, very well-respected actor to kind of a big joke? Lame is. <laughs> is it? I, that's what I was thinking. I think it's lame is. I never saw because he was very bad in it. I almost feel like it happened a little bit before lame is, just mm. because I remember him before that on <laughs> on Twitter, where he would just like. <laughs> he would just like list his workout and what he ate that oh, day. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, also, I think yeah. there was a t there was a time when he threw a phone at somebody or something like that. He like, did uh, get a reputation for being yeah, a bit yeah, of a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. So I did. I had to do some pro trivia uh, lookup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I was really. Um, yeah, what was that, Paul? <laughs> uh, is that thumbs up? Yeah. I didn't do that. How is is this haunted? Are we haunted by a, a, an emoji ghost? 
I don't, I don't think I happened. touched anything. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> the Titanic. It's the spirit of the Titanic. It's the spirit of the Titanic. It's, it's giving always us a the spirit of the Titanic. From, from below. I like this. <laughs> Says the ship. I like that it was positive. Yeah. A mysterious thing that happened. Um, also, Emily, I do have to say that I'm sorry that I did not know you were coming and you saw me in my lounging clothes. And I know that for a I lot of people, it. that's it's like seeing the teacher at the mall or something. It's so, oh, sorry. interesting. And mm. I'm sorry for you that you think that's what it's like. <laughs> what is lounging clothes mean? That, I want to take that off your plate, you know? I, Henry, I, I don't thought, even want to describe them. It's, I thought it's, it's you guys terrible. were having a lovely time. Is it a moo-moo? Yeah, was, I, I wish it had been a moo-moo. <laughs> I, I felt I was just going to drop it at your door, but then the screen was open and, yeah. you know, and it was lovely. It was it was a lovely surprise, but do, I wasn't thinking. I didn't drive home thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God. They were lounging. lounging clothes. I love a lounge. We have we strictly wear home clothes in the home. We don't wear no, jeans course. in the home. Of yeah, course. No, yeah. you, I would have been horrified had you been in, in like, formal clothing, honestly. That would have been upsetting to me. <laughs> yeah. But it wouldn't be that surprising, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles, that's true. Los Angeles is home to lounging clothes everywhere so you go. True. Oh, mm-hmm. lounging clothes mm-hmm. are great. You only see soft pants when you go outside in soft LA. Soft pants. Mm-hmm. Soft pants only. Never, soft never pants, any yeah. hard pants. I'm wearing no soft, hard no pants. No hard pants. No hard pants. <laughs> no hard pants. Um, I, just need to exp- I just need to tell you guys a bit of trivia that I looked up about Russell Crowe. Just, just to, and then we do need to talk about the movie. But, but um, did you guys know this? Because I didn't, I'm, which is that. On March 9th, 2005, you don't need to know the date, but you know, 2005. <laughs> Russell Crowe revealed to GQ magazine that FBI agents had approached him prior to the 73rd Academy Awards and told him that the terrorist group Al-Qaeda had wanted to kidnap him. What? <laughs> I got Whoa. no other information about that say. fact. How did, and then they just left? How did he I, get I, 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 that information? On the red carpet? When did this happen? Like, uh, hey, Al-Qaeda wants to kidnap you. Oh, they well, want to kidnap gotta you. gotta go. Was it a bunch of celebrities they wanted to kidnap? Or they are like, that Russell, we need to know we the need, you know, I really, exercise really don't routines. Know. <laughs> I really don't know. But I think maybe he's a bit, a, a, a bit cuckoo. You know? Oh, what a perfect word that you have chosen. I'm so glad you said that, Emily. (laughs) You have no idea, but you're about to. I think you may be a big cuckoo. So maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's what happened to Russell Crowe. But the man was in so many, like, spectacular, very serious movies. Mm -hmm. And then not so much anymore. He's fantastic in this, I'd say. He's incredible. He's absolutely going for it. Has he won an Oscar? Did he win for he LA did, Confidential? For Gladiator. Gladiator. Oh, for Gladiator. Sure. And he was nominated for A Beautiful Mind. Mm. Oh, right. You guys remember A Beautiful Mind? Yes. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes, my I do. <laughs> my, my dad saw it in theaters and then came home and woke me up and told me the entire plot of A Beautiful Mind. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Henley, you you have to hear this. Henley, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's so important. Oh, yeah. just seen something extraordinary. It's so, it's so important that you hear this right now. Right now while you're sleeping. Why did he do it? Why? <laughs> what, year, what year did it come out? How old was I? Young. Oh, we were young. God. I think it, it was like... 2000 or something? It was before he was told that he was going to be kidnapped. 
<laughs> Even in terms of like dad behavior, that is extreme. <laughs> 2001, 2001. Wow. 11. Oh my I'm God. I'm crying. <laughs> it's really funny. I know wow. I like I'm starting to cry also and I'm going to have I can't cry in this in this look. In that look no. you can't cry. You're I, like a Kardashian right now. You can't cry. Yeah. Exactly. Like the glam. You mustn't also, disrespect the Titanic. <laughs> not at tears. all. Oh. Oh man. <laughs> I I can't wait. To, it's been a while since I've experienced a Russell Crowe picture. Um He used to be such a babe. When I was looking stuff up about him today, I was like, God damn. Just wait till you he see him very, as a Pope on a Vespa. Ha, a hot priest. I'm sorry, Pope a hot Exorcist. Father. Hot he father. was very he was hot he father. was very hunky when he, he when he really first hunky. came on the scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, should we watch this trailer? I didn't watch oh it. Oh my yes. god, yes. Oh yeah. I didn't watch it beforehand, but I think we're probably gonna wanna we're probably gonna wanna see it. Yeah, I wanna see it. I need to hear this accent for sure. Father Gabriele Amorit. On the night of June 4th, you performed an exorcism. That was not an exorcism. The majority of cases do not require an exorcism. 98% are recommended by him to doctors and psychiatrists. The other 2%, I call it evil. We have more questions for you, Father Mort. You have a problem with me. You talk to my boss, the Pope. There is a case that needs your attention. Take caution. There are secrets buried there. It's the Vatican Seal. The church has fought against this demon before. The Vatican covered it up. We need to find out why. You've been played. You talk to fate. Whatever you do. You only do because God allows it. Did he allow that? Imagine what could happen if the devil possessed the soul of the Pope's exorcist. Who will defend you? My faith. Does not require defense. Wait, this looks mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> that looks so good. Okay, I want to watch it. Okay, wait. Did you guys by chance recognize the voice of the little boy that's possessed by the demon? Did it seem yeah. familiar to you? Can I guess? Yes, of course. Was it Michael Gambon? No. Oh. But that's a good guess. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no. Any hints? I want a hint. Uh, he's 
some might say the original hot dad. <laughs> oh, from the witch. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Wow. So there Hell is yeah, a Henley. hot dad in this after all. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, that was up for debate, I gotta say. That was a controversial hot dad. But it choice. is where it originated, and yes. it is that deserves some respect, Henley. Also, we were talking last <laughs> night about we should start thinking about two dads that are, are are like physically hot like high in temperature and he was because he was chopping wood sure. oh oh like sweating yeah so he's yeah. a hot hot yeah. dad that's a hot mm-hmm. dad hot hot that's dad. a hot dad it applies regardless <laughs> um that looks stunning i really i was into russell crowe's italian accent oh I was yeah a, big fan of it i thought that it was going to be hard to listen to i thought it was going to be a difficult no it's um, it's not bad it's really not bad i looked in some some reddit comments of people asking italians that them they're like rating of it and they said it's not bad Oh, huge, <laughs> huge for Russell Crowe. Okay. okay, I love that for him. <laughs> Me too. I thought it was going to be like a John Voight Anaconda situation, or mm, something yeah. where you're just like, oh, I don't know what that is. He knocks it out of the park, Russell Crowe. You know, he deserved that Oscar. He deserved it. He's deserved good. Oscar. He's good. Mm-hmm. I also just love an Italian accent. I love Me to too. Yeah, me too. Oh, wait. I'm also remembering Russell Crowe started a band. And I think that's when he started. People started to kind of he started a make band. fun what of him. Genre it was called of music. 30 odd foot of grunt. What? what? Oh, oh, how the hell is that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any wait. sense. 30 odd foot of grunt. Yes. 30 and then he I'm left that band and he started a different band oh, with no. the same the same first letters so that he could still sell the same merch. Because <laughs> his merch was all acronym based? I think it was all acronym based, yeah. I mean, hey, we can relate. 30 odd foot of Tofog? Yeah. That's so yeah, yeah, yeah. much. He wanted to keep selling his Tofog merch? Yeah. I forget uh, what the new band name was, but yeah. He had a garage filled with merch. And he didn't know what to do with it. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Okay, so yeah. I mean, I, his I, I wife feel was like furious. I, I'm sort of seeing what... You gotta start another band with the same... <laughs> I can't keep tripping over this stuff, Russell. (laughs) Start another band. (laughs) It's the only way. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I'm really excited to hear about this movie. Yeah, should we get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? 
Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. We all come home after a long day of work and what's the first thing we do? We take off our bras because they are uncomfortable and constricting and we're just ready to get out of them by the end of the day. Well, what if I told you that Skims has changed all that? Skims has done the impossible and created an underwire bra that I actually forget that I'm wearing. I didn't think anybody could do it. You guys obviously know how much I love Skims. I have tried many of their other products. I've never been disappointed, but I, yeah, just don't normally love an underwire bra. I prefer a bralette, but I've loved everything else I've gotten so much that I thought, you know what? Why not try an underwire bra from Skims? Let's just see. And they did it. They did it, folks. They created my favorite underwire bra I've ever worn. I have the weightless scoop bra. It has this nice like mesh material that's supportive and comfortable, breathable, but still very sexy. And yeah, like I said, I, I do genuinely forget that I'm wearing it. And that is very rare. I, you know, I'm a broken record over here. I love skims. I love skims. I'm sorry. That's just the, the cold hard truth. I will shout it from the rooftops because I want everybody to know. I want everybody to share in my joy and my comfort. So shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H, plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order, select podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. It starts with, and you know you're in for it when you see a quote, when it's the first thing on the screen. Oh, yeah. When we jeer at the devil and tell ourselves that he does not exist, that is when he is happiest. <laughs> and who said that? Father Gabriele Amort, chief ex- exorcist of the Vatican, 1986 to 2016. All right. Now, we see a big guy on a Vespa, and I think you know who that is. <laughs> it is June 4th, 1987 in Italy. This priest gets off of this uh, Vespa Goes up to a house. There's a guy sitting out front with a big pig. <laughs> okay. They, you know, he's the priest is like, hey, beautiful pig. Um, we he were goes all inside. He had to call. We were all thinking <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. It's like, well, you can't not say it. <laughs> you <said that> quiet <laughs> just loud. be rude. Yeah. So um, he goes inside, and there's already a priest there, and the priest on site says, "This looks like a possession." There's a young guy writhing around on the bed. Russell Crowe is is the new priest. He questions him, you know, pulls up a chair. He pulls out this medallion, which I was very excited that I identified it as a St. Benedict medallion. St. Benedict mm. is the patron saint of exorcists. And you are oh. supposed to call on him um, for protection from uh, demons. Um, and so you like waves it in front of him and he's asking him questions like, so you're, you're, who are you? What's the, what's the, who are you? Who, if you're the, if you're the, if you're a demonic spirit, then who am I? And the, the kid is like avoiding these questions, speaking in English. And then he starts, Russell Crowe starts taunting him and he's like, Hey, if you think you're so powerful, why don't you possess this guy, that guy? Why don't you? You probably couldn't even possess this pig. They brought the beautiful pig in. He's like, you probably couldn't even do that. And he's like, I can do it. And he, <laughs> all of a sudden, the kid, Classic like, taunt. the kid falls back. They immediately shoot the pig. Um, the pig is dead. And Russell Crowe's like, that's how it goes. <laughs> and boom, the Pope's exorcist. It's so funny. One of the other, other yeah. things he says is, if you're a demon, describe hell. <laughs> describe hell. If you're such a fucking demon. Yeah. Describe <laughs> how you fucking describe how good job into this pig. Yeah. <laughs> you're such a demon. If you're such a fucking demon. <laughs> so now it is July 1st, 1987, a month later. I, Who cares? I know. Okay, I'm so glad you said that because it shows us the date so many times that it does not matter at all. Like I, m- all movies need to know this. Yeah. If if you put a date up on that screen. That's gone from my mind as soon as it leaves yeah. the screen. Yeah. It's like one thing if we're jumping around in time, this is like, yes. you no, know, it's the same story. No, we're, we're just moving forward. forward. Yeah. Like, forward. Show like a change of seasons, whatever. You know, show don't tell. And it's like, yeah. I'm not going to know. Is that important? It's not important. It's not a change <laughs> of seasons. It doesn't matter when this happens. It's June to July. It's both summer. We could have just assumed it was a some, summer. some amount of time later. <laughs> yeah. It really got me. Like, why are they showing oh. us these specifics? Not the last time, by the way. Not the last time. Not the last time. 
So, okay. Um, we now see a, a mom and a daughter and a son in a car. Um, they are driving towards uh, this uh, crumbling abbey, which I guess is going to be their new home. Um, the the daughter is like a sassy teen, little boy in the back. How, how old would you say he was, uh, uh, Sammy? Mm, you know, I'm tempted to say eight because it's what I like to say, but I think he's a little yeah. older, right? He's like probably like 11. Mm, okay. Mm. You think younger? It the, is this a boy who was possessed? I Should no we say nine, nine and a half? Let's <laughs> just nine and a half. He's nine and a half. So he will. He's not responding to anybody. He's listening to his Walkman. Um, so they get into this uh, Abbey. It's like all falling apart and everything. Um, and then we go. We go to the Vatican. And we see that the Vatican's very busy. There's a bunch of people walking around. And I liked that they had just a priest walking through, like, swinging incense. <laughs> like, oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> I did that once. And the vibes My are important were, at the Vatican. Yeah, My absolutely. Were, um, flower girls, but again, not flowers, for, like, a very Christian wedding. And we walked down the aisle with... Um, Incense. incense. Two little girls walking down an aisle with incense. Very scary. Oh, that's, that's a whole weird. thing. It's a whole thing. Is it really? is so important. The incense is very important. Yeah, it's called I've never high seen, church. I've never seen little kids do it before. Oh, well. Little girls. Again, I'll yeah. repeat. Scary. Little girls are so responsible. Little girls should run the world. I trust them completely <laughs> with incense. Yeah, I did take myself. I did take the job seriously. But I just I think mean, it's a Emily, scary I'm vibe. sure that I would trust you more than an adult man with that incense. <laughs> I think that's correct. Child. Fair enough. <laughs> that's fair. So we see Russell Crowe is uh, contemplating a, a portrait of St. Michael. Uh, some nuns walk by, some young, uh, pretty nuns. And of course, they're looking at him like, that's the guy. And he gives them his, what is about to be his catchphrase, cuckoo. <laughs> no way. Yes. He does no. little pinching motions at them. Yeah. Cuckoo, cuckoo. And they, no. they giggle and run away. What? Like, run away. <laughs> Like he no. is a haunted cuckoo. house that they yeah. dared each other to look at. So cuckoo. Uh, yeah, cuckoo. Cuckoo. cuckoo, He's a fun exorcist, you know. He's fun. <laughs> he's not. He's not serious. He's, he's got, got a certain charisma. As he says later, he? the the devil does not like jokes. Yeah. So that's a tool yeah. he has. Oh. It's, it's his a tool he has. Incredible sense of humor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cuckoo. <laughs> cuckoo is the tip of the iceberg. This iceberg. Sammy, I didn't even make that connection (laughs) Sammy was disappointed she hadn't made her microphone into an iceberg I wanted to make the microphone into an iceberg (laughs) That seems like a tall order though Yeah, you know It wasn't needed I I think it did pretty good Honestly, it out of the park No one can blame you So, um Russell's friend, Russell's friend shows up, who's a bishop, um, and the bishop says, hey, look, I know you're going into this thing. I got your back. Don't worry. And we don't know what that's all about. We go back to the family. They meet Father Tomas, who's a local priest there. Um, we learn that the mom is a widow. Amy is the is the teenage daughter. Mm-hmm. She's a real handful. And they're getting the, they're looking around the house. Amy is like testing her mom at every turn. She's like hanging out on a fucking railing, smoking a cigarette. (laughs) Um, So then Amy's up in a bathroom. She's like looking around and we see behind her in the in the glass of a 
uh, of a door, like a frosted glass door. There's like a devil face. And we're like, what? It's it's the little brother, Henry. He's in a double <sighs> mask. Oh, my and gosh. And she's Trickster. like, get out of my room or whatever. Did you think but then, that Henry looks like Pete Davidson? <laughs> No, I thought he looked like Mick Jagger. Okay, I can see that too. Wait, the kid from the trailer? Yeah. Yes, I thought he does look like Mick Jagger. Pre-exorcism, he kind of reminded me of Rhett Miller of the old 97s. Okay. And then uh, when he starts getting possessed, I think he becomes more and more Rolling Stonesy. Yep. Um, but that's just my take. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so uh, we hear a knock, which is the classic shave and haircut. Dut, 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 dut. And this is. Henry and Amy's little thing together. Amy's like, all right, I'll do it back. And she knocks on the on the door. Later that night, Henry goes exploring. He's hearing like a strange noise. He doesn't know what it is, like a sort of thumping. He goes down to the basement. He finds a hole in the wall and he pulls out this loose brick. And we oh, see no. that there's like a hidden chamber behind this wall. And there's like a sort of cracking sound. And he pulls back. Um... Then we find out from the mom who's talking to the um, to the priest that Henry has not spoken in a year. Uh, we don't know why. Yet. It's not. She's talking to her, her daughter, Amy, and she's like, can you try to get him to talk? Which is like a really oh, weird yeah. thing to say if he hasn't been speaking for a year. She's for like, a whole yeah, year. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, I don't know. Can you help me at least try to get him to talk or something? Yeah. Mom, like, mom he hasn't weird. talked for a whole year. <laughs> yeah. That's what you try. say if he hasn't. If that's what you say if he hasn't talked for the past forty-five minutes. Right. That's not what you say for a whole year. Minutes. You try again to say something. All right, now Russell is back on his Vespa, yeah. and guess what? It's the next day, July second, nineteen eighty-seven. They tell us yes. So. Russell is at Vatican City. He is in trouble with the council of whatever. We do not, they do not really yeah. go into any detail about who these guys are, but they are <laughs> mad at Russell Crowe. Okay. There is an asshole American cardinal who's like, isn't it true that you did an exorcism without permission a month ago? And this is why the date is On June 1st, 1987. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he's like, you know, Russell, Russell's bishop buddy is like, hey, look, don't be mad at him for doing these exorcisms. 98% of the exorcisms that Russell does end up with him recommending a psychiatrist. And then the asshole is like, what about the other 2%? <laughs> And this is when there's a little bit of it in the trailer, but the full response from Russell is, ah, the other 2%. This is something that has confounded all of science and all of medicine for a very long time. I call it evil. <laughs> oh, that's so good, Paul. That's that so really good. good. So the panel says... Guess what? You're fired. We don't need your. We don't need a pope's exorcist anymore. You're done. And because we they always, don't want exorcisms to we happen. Do, exactly. We don't know why. They're just like they don't really explain why this is not good. He's just doing too many. I mean, he's a hundred sixty thousand of them. Exactly. He's going to do so many more. He's going to be alive for five hundred years. So it's like we don't think we need you anymore. And he's like, is this about this? Hey, me laugh. Is this about the dead girl that I wrote about in Madre Di Dio magazine? So there's there's a magazine called Mother of God magazine. Oh, <laughs> just about the dead girl God. I wrote about. And he's is writing that what this fucking op-eds? Yeah. He just wrote like a story about her. And 
He says, if you have a problem with me, you talk to my boss, who is the Pope. One cardinal says, the Pope is infirm. And then wow. Russell leaves, and guess what? Doesn't even turn around, gives him a cuckoo on his way out. <laughs> as they're it. yelling at him. Cuckoo. 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 So back at the Abbey, the mom is hearing noises at night. She goes to investigate. Um, there's workmen in the basement. There's a crack in the wall. They're like, what's going on here? <laughs> they don't know what this crack in the wall is. So the one guy lights up a full-on fucking road flare to look, and it explodes. <laughs> like, they're right, they're right by a gas line or something. Yeah. It fucking blows them back. You know, the 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 foreman is like, "We're getting this place is too dangerous. We're getting out of here." It's like you lit up. A, what are you doing? You, this is we on had you. One hundred percent. Absolutely. <laughs> Like you could have used a flashlight. Used a flashlight. <laughs> it's so weird. Like this is clearly their incompetence. It is not. Yeah. It is not the house's fault, even though it kind of is. Anyway, so the workers all leave. The family is there alone, and then we find that little Henry is writhing around on his bed, and the mom and Amy come in. Um, and uh, he sits up and he starts talking and they're like, oh, my God, he's talking. He's like, mommy, mommy. And then, and then he says, you're all going to die. And he starts scratching his own face. And they're fucking freaked out. They take him to the hospital. Hospital checks him out. And they say, we can't find anything wrong with him. Maybe he should see a psychiatrist or whatever. And the mom is like, no, something's wrong with him. <laughs> And it's like, and a yeah, psychiatrist but won't help. Exactly. Like at this point, psychiatrist sounds like a pretty good idea. Yeah, no, we're not saying nothing's wrong with him. I think he should yeah. see a psychiatrist. So they're back home. Mom goes in to check on Henry. She's sitting on the bed. You know, she's talking to him. And all of a sudden, she realizes something is not right. And it is because her nine and a half year old son is full on getting to second base with her. Oh my God. <laughs> like he's got Ew. his hand right on her breast. And she's like, hey, no, what are you doing? And then he lifts up his shirt, and on his stomach is like, oh, first he like says, raised- baby's hungry. Yeah, baby's hungry. Oh. <laughs> Feed me, you yeah. fat cow. You Ew. didn't breastfeed me, mommy. <laughs> How's this sitting with you, hen? So I love he it. Lifts, he, <laughs> I love it. It's my future. <laughs> <laughs> so he lifts up his shirt. And his stomach has like raised welts on it that spell out the word just hate. I was gonna say this. Hey, hate. Did I misremember that? Just it's hate. so just funny. Hate. hate, bad stuff. You know, hate, yeah. hate. And this like, isn't good, right? Yeah, you don't like hate, do you? Yeah. Opposite of love is hate. He's like, I like how the the demon is like easing into yeah. it. Like first, we're gonna start with this. hate. So we're he says, say "Baby's hungry," the- and we're gonna yeah. write hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bring me the priest, he says. And so they call in Father Tomas. He shows up. He goes in there. He's thrown out of the room and crashed, crashes into a wardrobe, you know. And then Henry says, wrong fucking priest. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're back in Rome. Russell meets with his boy, the Pope. And they're talking. And uh, the Pope tells him. Hey, you have to go to Spain because there's something going on with this little boy that you have to check out. And they do a thing that I love in movies where it's two characters that speak the same language and they start out speaking in Italian, it's subtitled. 
then out of nowhere, they just start talking English. With oh, Italian accents. Sure. Yes. Sure. Yeah, I love that. I, yeah. I love that, too. I really, I love being like, uh, well, why are we doing both? Yeah. It happens all the time. I, know, I have two friends who both speak fluent French. I have never cool. been around them where all of a sudden they just started talking French to each other. Right? right. Like, it right. doesn't, you, you pick, it's you not one a thing you do. Yeah. <laughs> And, and in this case, they would be speaking Italian. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, Russell yeah. Crowe speaks Italian for like a lot of the movie. So it's like we could yeah, have absolutely. just stuck to Italian absolutely. in this scene. There wasn't even that much more left to the right. scene. But I guess maybe they thought it would have more impact in English. I don't know. But <laughs> uh, so, you know, the Pope says, you got to go check this out. And which prompted... <laughs> Which prompted Janie to say what she was watching was with me. Like, how does the Pope know about this? Great question. Uh, Great question. What's his network? Uh, Who would go past the Pope's exorcist (laughs) to the Pope to say, you should tell your exorcist about this kid in Spain? It doesn't make any sense. No, they just call up the Pope directly. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Pope's like, why you bother me with this? You should talk to my exorcist. So then we see uh, Russell again on his Vespa. Now he's in Spain. All the way to Spain. Okay, so, okay, I had had a big question here. He Vespa. I did some Googling. I looked it up. It's something like 800 miles. It's like <laughs> yeah. 2,000 kilometers. Maybe he rented a different Vespa. He had to have rented a different Vespa. Why would it's it would have the same Vespa? No, it's the same it's Vespa. It's really a long time. I, I, I like truly looked up highways. like Vespa mile per gallon. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to figure out. I, like, I think it is possible. You were concerned about the gas mileage. I don't know if you could ride a Vespa from Echo Park to Culver City. <laughs> well, this particular kind of Vespa is like oh, allowed on, on freeways. No, because I was really concerned about it. <laughs> it's just like this is... This should be. What part be. of Italy? Oh, well, Vatican City, Rome. Rome. And what part mm. of Spain? Castile. Okay, so that's so like Madrid ish. Yeah, I, 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 I did map it out. I didn't write any of the details down, but I was really thrown by this. And I. That's at not. First, that doesn't feel was like doable. this seems impossible. And then I looked and I was. Ended up on Reddit. Surprise, surprise. And <laughs> they said that the. Reddit Vespa distance. <laughs> it's like, how long can you go on a Vespa? Were you on r slash investment distance? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite sub. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like you can go long distances on these types of Vespas, but he would not in... You know, it's not. It, he would have to have spent the night somewhere, and like it wouldn't be in a one yeah. day. It would be. Well, a, did they yeah. give us a day? Did they tell us what day it is? I feel like they do because again, if they made a point to tell us have... it's the same day. That would be so funny if they were like, "Hey, just guess, guess what? Same day." <laughs> He's really fast. You know what? They probably did, and maybe I didn't write it down, and I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but also, doesn't that seem like the most miserable thing to travel Absolutely. on for that distance? Yes. Regardless yes. of if you can do it, you should not do it. Yeah, Jurassic Park. What? There's there's no backrest. No, there's no backrest. I I think some of them can have a backrest, but still, he's not. He has nothing to lean on. Yeah, there's no. It looks like he was wearing a helmet. No helmet. No, he's got his little fedora on. He'd have to be stopping and getting massages every couple hours. (laughs) Every couple hours of massage. And did you look up the miles per gallon? Because it does feel like he'd be stopping like pretty frequently. It's pretty frequently. Yeah, it's not a big tank. It's a. It's I think a two. Two point something gallon tank. Someone That's did really her research. Small. She did her research. That is so unreasonable. But look, that is, he's the Pope's exorcist, and we're not. You know what I mean? The guy knows what put, he's doing. Can you put a Vespa on a train? 
Oh, interesting, interesting. Okay. I wonder if there's storage on a train. Because Mm. you could train, you could train there. That's probably what happened. All right. So, so maybe, he, now. maybe he... There was probably a scene that was cut out where he's like... Uh, <laughs> I just needed to see it. Yeah. There's a scene of him loading the Vespa onto yeah. a train car and then... Oh, be careful. Loading then it he's back. in my Vespa. <laughs> Give us the director's cut. Precious cargo. Cuckoo. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, Russell goes in and checks out Henry. Henry's talking to him in a demonic voice, like full on. He's not his own voice anymore. It's, it's, it's the dad from the witch. It's the dad from the witch. Yep. And so he pulls out the St. Benedict medallion, waves it in front of his eyes. And this time we see like sort of when he looks over to the side behind his regular human pupils are some demon eyes. Uh-oh. So that's what this this test is. That's like the first test. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, the the demon is like, I'm going to fucking murder you. I hate you. I can't wait. This is going to be so great. Hate. I hate you. Oh, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you my chest. And then Russell is is doing all his things like, oh, so you ordered the devil, huh? So uh, what's my name? Oh, how, what's hell look like? (laughs) Oh, shit. And uh, he's like, oh, you, uh, what, uh, I forget what question, uh, Russell's like, uh, so what's your name? And the demon's Be- like, I'm not dumb enough to get tricked into a pig, asshole. You're not going to get me <gasps> like that. They gossiped about it, the demons. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine that other demon must have been mortified? <laughs> well, he, <did. laughs> he really did fall. He was an idiot. He should have been mortified. He was an idiot. So he was an idiot. So then the demon says, uh, says Russell's name. And he says, I know your nightmares, Gabriele. And we flash back to World War II. We see what apparently is young uh, Gabriel um, is on a patrol. And then all of a sudden Nazis show up. They start shooting people. Russell uh, pretends to be dead so that the Nazis will pass him by. And this is like a guilt for him. Then... Back in the present, little Henry throws up a red bird. <laughs> ew, yeah. And Russell ew. is like, oh boy, not good. <laughs> and he goes out of the room and he says to Father Tomas, uh, hey, the demon, did you say my name to anybody? Because this demon knows things that it should not know. And the <laughs> Father Tomas is like, so it's real? It's like, you got thrown out of the room. <laughs> Do you remember when that happened to you? <laughs> now you so, it? Yeah. So we learned that Henry uh, saw his father impaled in a car accident, which when Jesus. we also get to see that, which I don't I don't think we had to, honestly. And <laughs> no. Russell says to the family, the only way out of this is through faith. OK, that's the this is like legit. And you have to Attracts be very. With the, what yeah, we learned earlier. Exactly. Faith, prayer. prayer. This prayer. is like the premier exorcism hack, right? <laughs> so uh, Amy uh, is is in bed and she hears the signature uh, knock. And she's like, oh, is Henry normal again? She goes to check on him. Then the knocking is coming from all over the place. Oh. And it's very freaky. She goes mm. into the room and now Henry has full on devil eyes, right? Just mm-hmm. like red eyes. The makeup in this is really good, mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah, he does oh, look good. Cool. I, I thought like the demonic sort of like as his possession progresses, I thought it was really it was really cool. Yeah. So he says to Amy, 
uh, I'm in hell. He was like, <laughs> then the, he was Amy. The, uh, he like roars at her. I'm in hell. <laughs> really made me then, laugh. She's freaked out. The phone rings. She's like, I better go answer. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something going on in here, Amy. She goes in. She's like, well, one sec, one sec. So she goes and answers the phone. She hears her dad's voice. And the dad's like, Amy, honey, are you all right, Amy? And then the dev- the demon voice goes, um, you're all going to die. <laughs> and so, oh, the phone? Mm-hmm. yes, and she she runs to the mom's like, I heard dad's voice. He said we were all going to die. It's like, well, well, dad clearly didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, but mom, that your mom goes, what? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, she's, like when moms are half paying attention, like, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been strange. So then um, they turn to Russell and they're like, what do we do? And he goes, coffee. And he says, I'm going to need my strength because <laughs> the demons grow stronger in the night. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's so funny He's to me. Fun. Like, shit that just lines up with things that we're scared of, but that somehow there's a science to it for the demons. We're like, oh, thank God the sun has gone down. Now we can really do this. Yeah. So Russell and Father Tomas uh, go in and they start the exorcism. Russell's like, look, whatever this thing says, you just stay focused you got your, you know, the Hail Mary is your favorite prayer. Say that over and over and over again. Do not stop saying it. Whatever this thing says, don't listen to it. Don't let it get to you. So the demon shows Russell, the girl that he let die. We still don't know her full story yet, but this mm-hmm. is the one he wrote about in Madre de Dio magazine. <laughs> and then the demon shows Tomas, this young girl, that he's apparently been fucking, right? Um, and Tomas is like, what the fuck? And he, <laughs> he like goes to choke the demon and then they got to get out of there. Like, oh, come on, we got to get out of here. So then Wait, who's w- been fucking the girl, Tomas? Tomas has been fucking this young woman in his parish. Does he call her he, like a panty sniffer? He calls, calls him Tomas, Tomas a panty, panty sniffer. sniffer. You because panty you're not allowed, sniffer. right? Yeah. Yeah. You're not allowed, yeah. You're, you're not, not allowed, <laughs> yeah. It's frowned on. <laughs> you're not allowed to do it. So... <laughs> So this is, a big, out, this is a big reveal. Yeah. They go out and they regroup and uh, they're talking about it. And Russell's like, he, he's, he does not say, I told you so, which is great. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you got to stay focused, you know. And then he's like, he said you took the bait. What does that mean? I think this demon has a bigger plan than just this little boy. Um, mm. So, oh, my God, my mm. computer just changed to night mode. <laughs> my document <gasps> went black. Oh, my God, spooky. Um, yeah. Ooh, it was kind of scary. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It, it alarmed me. So, um, so then uh, uh, Russell tells Tomas, you should pray in Latin because prayer is stronger in Latin. This sure. is just prayer. science. It's, it's religious prayer. science. Science. So Thomas goes, creeps back in later on to check on Henry and he gets like right up to the bed. And then Henry like wakes up and grabs Tomas and fully Mike Tyson's him, like (laughs) bites off a chunk of his ear. Oh my God. And Tomas runs out of there. And then all kinds of crazy shit starts happening, right? The mom is screaming. She's being sucked into the bed, Nightmare on on Elm Street style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, Russell is like looking around on the property, checks out this well that is lined with skulls. <laughs> he lights it up, he sees these skulls, and he drops the lighter in. People are very fast and loose with Zippos in movies, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. Like, I used to smoke and I had a Zippo, and that was like a reusable lighter. Yeah, you don't you know just what I mean? throw it right. in. Yeah, you're not just you tossing it in real well. You know, just, yeah, it's like, man, I'll get another one. <laughs> so, a huge ball of flame shoots up. Um, and then back to the mom, she's like fully like folded. She's like in this crease in the bed, which reminded me of a time when I visited my sister when she lived in Redondo Beach. <laughs> and uh, I stayed on an air mattress that slowly deflated mm. over the course of the evening. Oh, so when yeah, I woke yeah, up, yeah. I was like in a ravine and then there was like plastic, <laughs> plastic all around feeling. me. That's it's the so, worst it's feeling. so bad. Can you wake so up, bad. your back is on the hard floor. And you're yeah. like, what happened to oh, me? It's the worst. And so, you like can't get out because every time yeah. you try, you're yeah. like yeah. trapped. And also my sister opened the door and laughed at me, which did not help. Mm -mm. So oh, sure. um, uh, Russell shows Tomas the skull well and he says, look, it's the, it's the, do you see that? It's the seal of the Spanish Inquisition. They go to the basement to investigate. I'm trying to. At some point, they save the mom from the bed, yeah, but I guess I didn't like, write that there's down. Like, there's <laughs> like, from the, bed. the mom is in the bed. Why do they just pull her up? Yeah, they genuinely, yes, yeah. that's what they do. They yeah. just pull her out. And Amy, at yeah. the same time, is being flung around the room by a force yeah. of the demon and screaming. And they run in and, and yeah, save um, both of them. And then they get them all to... Safely rest in the chapel. We're going to stay in the chapels. Yes. Seems safer. This is like the most sacred place. Stay in here. Okay. Yeah. So why do they live in an abbey? Oh, right. Because I don't remember. It's because uh, the mom the says that the father it owned. It was been in the family for years, and they don't have a job now, and this is their only source of income. It's very weird. It's not. It's not explained very well. The abbey yeah. is their only source the of abbey? income. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Look, look, look. There seems like Guys, you're spending money on it because it's being. It's under construction. So what? Sonny, what are they supposed to do? They don't have any money. <laughs> the best thing they can do is go <laughs> to another country. And fix up this thing that's been left to crumble for like a hundred years, yeah, and, and make it a business. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, like, what, an Airbnab. What's the money yeah. making the opportunity behind an abbey? You fill it with nuns, and I was gonna say that they like they specifically what? say they're like re redoing the abbey. They're like not like we're gonna make it an Airbnb. They're like we're going to restore yeah. the abbey, and it's like it's a free place to live. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> Okay. So, okay, Russell and Tomas go to the basement to investigate, and they knock through a wall, and they find these catacombs, and then they're going through all these different rooms, and they find skeletons that turn out to be the skeletons of former exorcists that worked for the <gasps> Pope, right? Oh. And they find- they now, take, they The take Pope different... might have known this, did he not? But we'll get to that. <laughs> <gasps> Not Is that really. the twist? <laughs> okay. 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 So yeah. Um okay. there's and I will I'll tell you right now, it's never explained why the Pope does not mention this. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so they they find like different like they they take like different items from some of the skeletons. Like this is very powerful. We should hold on to this. Um and so then back in the abbey, in the chapel, mom wakes up and Amy is not around. So she goes looking for her and she's got a syringe that has like a sedative in it. Um, meanwhile, at the Vatican, the Pope collapse. Uh, he wants to send He's in lying in a hospital bed. 
and um, the uh, the Russell's bishop friend is there, and also the asshole cardinal. <laughs> and the pope is like, I need to send the message to uh, to to, and we're like who who, and like <laughs> to Amorta. And then the asshole is like, What trouble has he gotten us into this time? <laughs> And then the Pope projectile vomits blood right in his face. <laughs> oh, oh no, is the Pope okay? Oh, Does no. the Pope need that? I don't think so. Pope's been, Pope's been better. Let's just say that. The Pope <laughs> has been, been better. better. So um, we're back in the catacombs. The priests are piecing together the history of this demon. They still don't know who the demon is, but they're like finding all this. They find like a diary in there. They find all this information. Um and it turns out that the demon is very powerful and he had possessed the exorcist who started the Spanish Inquisition and the <gasps> church covered it up. So this is interesting. So, right? Okay. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Let's get so, into this. So, okay. This not movie is saying, this movie is saying the Spanish Inquisition was not the church's fault. It was no, demons. No, no, no. It was but demon. also the church didn't want people to know it wasn't their fault and that this demon had done this, I guess because it was embarrassing. So they're just like, we'll let no, people believe us. that we tortured people to, to convert to Christianity. That's better than telling them that there's but a demon. Did. <laughs> but we yeah. didn't. But we didn't. That's just that we'll have to bear that shame, even though we know the truth. True so, martyrs. Interesting, interesting. True, true martyrs, Emily. True martyrs. Wow. I think so. we all deserve to have a little think yeah. about the Catholic Church. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we need what, to what sit down. Do? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and this is, by the way, they're making this out like, this is the worst thing the church has ever covered up. <laughs> so, right. yeah. What else was demons, else What else? <laughs> so, back at the, uh, back at the Abbey, the mom goes into Henry's room and she finds Amy and Henry sitting on the bed together and they're holding hands and they're laughing. Uh -oh. And she starts talking to them. And then Amy and Henry are speaking simultaneously and moving simultaneously. <laughs> like they're at the same time saying the exact same thing. It's it's all like, look, this is good stuff. It's freaky. Right. So the mom is like trying to play it cool. And she's like, Amy, why don't you come over here? And a Amy and, and Henry still talking in tandem. Mom goes to grab Amy and the demon hurls her backward and starts like choke, force choking her, mm -hmm. <laughs> like Darth Vader style choking her. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, then uh, he, Amy is, has been like on the floor, gets up. The demon is like causing her to twist her body and her neck around. Um, and it's very creepy looking. Like in The Exorcist. Like in the, yeah, there's sure. a few echoes of a few <laughs> things in this movie. <laughs> so meanwhile, the priests have discovered the name of the demon. Great. Which is good. Not Pazuzu. Yeah. You, I, so I, so I believe based on other things I've heard, you guys just got to know the name. Gotta know, to know. Name. You gotta know the name. Gotta know the name. <laughs> and this is, it's bad news because it's Asmodeus, the king of hell. The king of hell. The king oh, of hell. And now, so what is Satan. That's a good question. <laughs> That's a maybe good question. Maybe there, I is think he there's maybe like, yeah, more to evil than just hell. Maybe Satan's overseeing all of it. And he's like, oh, you like multiple yeah. kingdoms. Yeah. And so he's like, you keep a, keep an eye on hell and I'll you right. know, okay. take care of other stuff. And also, obviously, also keep an eye and on hell. Also hell. <laughs> also hell. I'm not going to not. I'll be busy tempting kids to lie to their parents. Yeah. So you mm -hmm. deal yeah, with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
He's like the Jeff Bezos of hell, Satan. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's very much his company, but he's not he's like... He's a little hands off. <laughs> right, right. No, he's so high up, he's not in the day-to-day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, the, the, so they say his name out loud and then like windows start shattering. This distracts the demon long enough that Amy is able to, uh, grab the syringe and plunge it into Henry's neck and knock him out. Okay. So, um, the priests, uh, the priests realize, oh, this is what Asmodeus wants to do. He wants to possess Russell Crowe and he wants to bring down the church from the inside. Because the church right now is thriving. <laughs> it's the late 80s and everyone loves the church. Yeah. They hate Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> so <laughs> Russell confesses to Tomas. He says, I have to tell you some stuff that I've talked about in confession before, but it haunts me. He tells the story of his cowardice in the war. And mm. then he tells finally the story that he wrote about in Madre de Dio magazine, <laughs> the story of Rosaria. Um so this is a girl that he was called upon to exercise. And then he's like, I don't think she's possessed. I think she's just like mentally ill. Like we see her in this flashback. Mm. She eats a whole cardinal, like a bird. bird. Um, and then so he like, he's like, this is not this is not exercise. Exactly. It's, yeah, yeah. We got to differentiate. <laughs> they're, having human. Some, they're having some fun, I think. <laughs> the one religious named bird that they can think of. (laughs) So um, she, because he passes on her case, she eventually kills herself. And then we find out that she was abused by a priest. Um, And he's like, all these, all these abuses of the church and they hushed it up. And it's like, yeah, so far it seems to be a lot of, you know, (laughs) very heteronormative abuse of men and women. Yeah. Um, And no mention of anything else. Mm. There's a funny part where, where, Russell Crowe is like, he says, um, the, the, if people are having mental illness, that's not my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when he refers like, her I'm too good for to this. somebody else, yeah. he's like, yeah, it's not yeah, my yeah, job. Yeah. That's like that, that TikTok thing laugh. that where it's like, if you're having mental illness, um, just fix that. Deal with <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> not my job. It's kind of not my thing. Yeah. Religion? Dad doesn't touch on that. <laughs> so they go into Henry's room to get shit done. Right. And Henry is now fully demoned out. It's really good makeup. Mm-hmm. He's got like just big red eyes and like sunken His nose is all like and twisty and looks like yeah, broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. So the demon starts, they start their, you know, holding up the cross and praying in Latin. The demon is now showing them their sins. He shows Russell uh, Rosaria and there's like cardinals flying all around the room. He shows Tomas uh, Adela, uh-huh. I mm-hmm. think was her Adela. name. The girl that he was sleeping with. Um, she's going. And all of a sudden. Going, fuck me, she, Tomas. Fuck me, Tomas. Like, hey, Tomas, fuck me. Living it down on my knees. <laughs> so suddenly Henry starts talking in his own voice. And mom's like, Henry, Henry, she goes and she, she goes to him. And then um, like weird stuff is happening in his body. And he like there's we see things moving under his skin and shit like that. Henry, you'll like this, though. Then, Russell Crowe is encouraging. He says a mother's love is the closest thing we have to God's love. So keep, ta- so keep true. talking to him. So a true. mother's love I never, <laughs> never fails. I say that to myself every morning. It's never morning. weird and it's never bad. And it's <laughs> every morning I say, I say to May. It's never weird it's never bad. <laughs> a mother's um, love, if there's one thing a mother's love never is, is weird. 
<laughs> it's never been so, weird. It never fails except for this time where uh, oh, she keeps hugging him. And then again, he lifts up his shirt. And this time words are forming like uh, like like how how <laughs> how they paint things on on the road to let you know that there's like mm. a speed bump ahead. Yeah, you see the bottom <laughs> first. So you see the bottom first and it says, <laughs> okay. here not is God. God is not here. It's like these these words on his torso are like cutting themselves into his flesh. Mm. Um, now the demon is possessing both Henry and Amy. He's incredibly strong. Mm. And Russ and, and he says to Russell, like, surrender yourself to me. And Amy then attacks the mom. Um, she chases her all she around. She does like a little spider like, crawl thing. She like it. And oh, it looked yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah. I feel like this actress must have yeah. some like dance experience or something because she gets down on the ground and is like crawling around. And it didn't look like yeah, it didn't yeah, look yeah. like CGI to me. It was good. But it's kind of funny because yeah. at the beginning it just seems like she's kind of showing off kind of her moves and stuff. <laughs> she's not. A, she doesn't, it like it's be a dance she doesn't attack at first. She's just like I'm gonna crawl around for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. <laughs> it's so funny that a demon would be like, I'm gonna scare you a little bit yeah. first. And then I'm going to attack yeah. you. So she starts uh, attacking the mom. She like <laughs> fucking breaks a sink with her mom's oh, head. Yeah, that seems um, like it would at least knock you. her out. At that the very yeah. like least, me. knock you yeah, out. That would yeah, kill you. That would yeah. knock her out. If the sink breaks off the wall because of you're your dead. head, you're dead. I think you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> I think you might be dead. So she gets her in the tub and she's attacking her and she's like, "Don't do this! Don't do this!" And um, don't uh, do this, Tomas. <laughs> Tomas is being strangled in the air by his own priest stole, like it wraps around his neck and then is hanging him up in the air. Um, Russell is like pinned to a wall. He's trying to like wrestle his crucifix forward. And finally, Russell gives in and he says, take me. And the demon is thrilled. He enters Russell and Russell contains the demon long enough <laughs> where he's like, OK, everybody. Get out of here. Uh, okay. Go right now. Like he's really he like trying to keep it together. Also, the, the Pope in this moment shoots up in his hospital bed and just goes, no. <laughs> Not another exorcist. <laughs> Not another one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the demon's in, the demon's now, Asmodeus is now inside Russell and he's like, I need my little piggy to take me oh to the Vatican. Oh my God, Paul, that was so good. He calls him a little piggy. <laughs> sounded exactly. It's rude. That's it's really rude. rude. Yeah. Um, I will say this, sometimes the demon is pretty funny. Yeah. Like he gets off some good ones, right? Okay. And for some someone who hates jokes, he's pretty funny. <laughs> hates oh, jokes. sure. Hates them. So um, the family, the family leaves and then Russell is still resisting Asmo Asmodeus. And he says, my favorite line in the movie, I need my pig, Gabe. Oh, <laughs> yes. Just like so reasonable. Like, come on, you got to stop. You got to stop resisting me. I need this. <laughs> so Russell tries to hang himself like he, he grabs, a, grabs a rope, makes a professional looking noose and tries to kill himself. And then Asmodeus is too strong. He's like, uh, 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 you're not going to do that. And so uh, now he's fully taken over and the, the demon is propelling him forward. And then there's this shot of Russell jogging through these cardinals. <laughs> They're flying all around <laughs> and uh, he's on his way to the catacombs. Um, he gets to the catacombs. They get to... Um, you know, the room of the last Pope's exorcist or whatever. And 
Russell's uh, somehow he has another Zippo, or maybe this one <laughs> fell. This is the oh, same one that it. fell when he threw he it in the well. He's like, oh, good. So um, he lights the Zippo, and I guess he's going to try to light himself on fire or something. Whoa. And then he sees a vision of the Virgin Mary who rises from this pool, this this round, perfectly round pool that's in the middle of the, the cave. And he's like, oh, great. <laughs> he's like, you're here, finally. It's oh, a great sign. What? You have Mary. the best timing. <laughs> and then I've been waiting. She, of course, turns into uh, Rosario, a uh, mm. horrible, like, harpy demon version. And Tomas finally makes his way into the catacombs. He finds Russell sitting on this uh, chair where the uh, one of the exorcist skeletons was. And he's trying to reach him, like, through prayer. He's like, I know you're in there. And he starts praying. And Russell kind of like the spirit of Russell kind of peeks out um, every now and again is like starting to pray along and, and he's encouraging Tomas, like, keep going, keep going. Tomas starts praying in Latin. Stronger. He's trying to make Russell pray. Stronger. <laughs> trying to make Russell pray along. Rosario appears as like a weird, like crawling, you know, sort of bird thing on the ground. <laughs> then there's a there's an Iron Maiden in the room. And Is then Adela pops up out Iron of that. Is that what those are called? Iron Maidens? Yeah, Iron Maidens. Yeah. I just learned this yeah, yeah. recently, too. I think in the Saw episode that Joel and I did, maybe that that it, that is an Iron Maiden. It's like Iron the Maiden. body thing. Whoa. Wait, what yeah. is an Iron Maiden? Sorry, what's it's, an Iron Maiden? It's like the thing that looks like a woman. It's like a metal like a, almost case. Almost like a sarcophagus and inside there's thing. a bunch of spikes. So yeah. when you get yeah, yeah, closed yeah. in, it oh. spikes you like a torture device. Yeah. I mean, Scary. honestly, very a death, descriptive a death name. device, I yeah. think. Yeah, it's a, a death, death device. device. A death device. <laughs> Iron Maiden is like, yeah, Iron that's Maiden. what that is. Yeah. Badass name for a band. It's uh, right. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> Good work, guys. <laughs> so then Adela covered with blood uh, starts attacking Tomas. And um, oh, by the way, I didn't even bother writing it down because it said so much. Your sins will. What is it? Your sins will find you out or something. I don't remember. It is said so many times in the movie. Like take you like, down. Demons type say of thing? it. It's, yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. like a scene of Everybody them like, fighting it. their demons, like Tomas fighting yeah, Adela yeah, yeah. and. Yeah. Your mm. sins will find you out. So um, then Russell's over there fighting with Rosario and he goes, Tomas, the metal. And it's, so Tomas has this metal that he took from one of the skeletons and he presses it to Adela's head, starts to hiss and everything. She like bubbles up <laughs> <laughs> like a pizza and <laughs> then she just explodes. <laughs> and Tomas is covered with blood, right? Um so then uh, he's now free to help um, uh, Russell and uh, he, well, what does he do? He tosses yeah, the crucifix yeah, they... to Russell. Russell's now able to ca cast Rosario into that pool. And then together they, they're praying in tandem. You know, they're doing some real power of Christ compels you shit. They are <laughs> like sending Asmodeus back to hell. The effect of, of the demon like in this pit, is like is pretty good. How would you describe it? It's like it's like roiling, like a, like lava. It looks like yeah, kind of lava-y, like sucking yeah. her in and and maybe hardening so that she's yeah. gonna get that or demon yeah. is gonna get locked in there. But really mm. fun effect. And then they fucking did it. They cast him back into hell. Oh, great. they're they're exhausted. They're like leaning against the throne. It made me laugh that in this in this wide shot of them like you know. 
exhausted and they're kind of quiet for a second. There's the skeleton that used to be on the chair. It's just like hanging out over there by the side. <laughs> he got kicked out of the chair. Just moved it over. Just moved yeah. it. So he just, it but up. he looks like he's looking at them like. <laughs> so um, they're like, hey, we did it. Uh, they pass a flask back and forth and and it's done. So then they go visit the Pope. The Pope is like, great job. Although sometimes you fly too close to the well, sun. First, <laughs> there's just one more shot of him doing a cuckoo. Cuckoo. He gets back to Rome and he's walking down a little alleyway and see some nuns and just yes. he's back to his yeah. cuckoo old cuckoo. self. And we just. Yeah. Oh, it's a little cuckoo yep. self. He got one more cuckoo mm-hmm. in there. Wow. Um, then the Pope is like, um, hey, you really did it. But, you know, you take too many chances, whatever. And they're like, hey, thanks. So then they go. <laughs> they then. Oh, oh. So the Pope tells uh, uh, Russell Hey, that asshole cardinal that hated you so much because he saw, I forget, that he saw a vision of a crucifix that was bleeding and this just broke his brain. Like he just clutches his head and screams and that was it for that guy. And so now he's taking a sabbatical to Guam. He can't deal with it because I guess he thought all this shit was fake and then it turns out it was real and he couldn't, it, it was too much for him. So we're vindicated Whoa. with the asshole. Oh my God. We're this vindicated movie, with the this asshole. This film has everything. Thank God. Film has exactly. Everything. Not only that, but Russell's bishop buddy is now in charge, uh, has the job that the asshole cardinal had and he Great. believes all this stuff. So he's like, not only are you fine, but we got more work for you. He takes them down to the Vatican basement or whatever, where it's like, here's all our treasures. Here's all the here's every um, uh, 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 demonstration of Christian thought or whatever. And then also we learned a lot from this diary that you found. Um, We found all the places on Earth where God is not welcome or something. (laughs) And. And then he goes, there's we're we're close to finding all one hundred and ninety nine places on <laughs> Earth. There is like two hundred fallen angels and Osmo yeah, right, 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 right. is one of the fallen yeah. angels. And there's one hundred and ninety nine yeah. more. They all found their own little patch of land. And they're all <laughs> sure, sure. They places. spread out. Now, this is this is such a shift in this movie. It's such a huge shift in this movie, which up till now, I, I will say, I really enjoyed. Like, I, I had very low expectations mm-hmm. going in, but I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, it cribs from a lot of things here and there, but o- overall, I think it maintains uh, pretty decent integrity and everybody is good in it. They're all going for it. At this point now, it just straight up becomes a fucking Marvel movie <laughs> where the bishop is like, so what do you say? You're, you're going to take on uh, the job? And Russell Crowe's like, I don't know. It's too much for one priest. And then Tomas is like, how about two priests? <laughs> oh and my then God. they're like, yeah, we're going to do it. And it, it, so Tomas says, let's go to work. And then Russell says, let's go to hell. <laughs> oh my and God. then we, of course, it ends with Russell striding out and it, you know, starts, it slows down. And the screen on the screen comes up, letting us know that Father Gabriel died in 2016, which is a weird thing to put on the screen after you've clearly set it up to be a franchise yeah. where it's like, oh, this guy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, then what's going on? Do you want there to be more? Or I was very so, thrown as by if this. It was like a, yeah. a, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. biopic. Like, yeah, exactly. 
Where are they now? Right, well, right. he's dead. Well, he's dead. Yeah. Right. They're trying to blur the line between fiction and nonfiction too much. Yeah. Also, it's almost like they want to make you feel guilty. Like, <laughs> so wouldn't you like to see more of these <laughs> since he's dead? 199 more to be exact. <laughs> maybe, maybe if he had lived longer, we wouldn't have movies. seen Trump make the presidency. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's the Pope's exorcist. And that's the Pope's exorcist. So, yeah, I mean, they they seem to be setting it up to make more movies. And I have great news. They are working on a sequel. <gasps> oh, it has been God. greenlit. And with Russell wow. Crowe. Russell Crowe will be back. Yes. I hope they still say at the end of the se- every movie. I hope they say he's dead. He died Don't in forget 2016. he's dead. <laughs> he died in 2016. <laughs> and just constant updates of what day it is every day. Yeah. I need a one I day closer to his stamp. actual death. They just want you to know exactly. It should start. It start start to be a countdown. A at countdown. A point. Yeah. <laughs> Only thirty days left till uh, Father Gabriel Amort dies. <laughs> Wow. Oh my God! A perfect film. A perfect film. Wow. A perfect film. No it's notes. <laughs> flawless. Yeah. Honestly, wow. I really enjoyed it, and part of me wants to watch it. I feel like I could watch it. I, I feel like it's that very scary. There wasn't. What do you think, Paul? I felt like not too scared. Honestly, there's there's scary looking stuff, but there's yeah. no there's not a ton of like jump scares even. Didn't you know there, what I mean? I did, yeah, there were, weren't many, many jump scares. Yeah, and it, there's not a feeling of there's not like a lot of dread in yeah. it, which for me a lot of times is the, the is worst the, part, the thing I hate the most. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I honestly think it's pretty watchable, even if you're not a horror person. I okay. do too, and it's on Netflix. So easy to watch. So easy. So it's easy. Still not so even easy. Halloween. People have time. You got to see the cuckoo for yourself. Cuckoo, cuckoo, a cuckoo. I want to start doing that. Cuckoo. I like confuse everyone around me. It's fun to yeah. have like a true catchphrase. You know. Yeah. You don't often yeah. see it. It's like your thing. And you can use it for anything. It's either like, hi, or like, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Hey, it's true. It is very versatile (laughs) phrase. It's really good. Oh my what god! A blast. Why is wow. Russell Crowe in more things? Why uh, he was cl- I knocking think he out is the park. in a lot of things. <laughs> really? I think he's in a lot of stuff. <laughs> I think he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, I was looking at this little IMDb page, and he's seems, been, he he's, has he's, been in a working. lot. Wait, what other things are has he been in recently? Um, the greatest beer run ever. The greatest beer run what? ever. <laughs> For one, <laughs> what? I've he never was in, heard of that. that. <laughs> what? <laughs> the last thing I saw him in was Thor: Love and Thunder. That was 2022. That's oh, right. He yeah. was in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fun in that. I thought he, he seemed to be having a good time. He was yeah. having a good time, and and I, you know, you gotta he's love like that. From New Zealand, and Taika Waititi directed that. So just another right. New Zealand guy. Oh, I thought he was from Australia. Well, okay, he, he's. He, from New Zealand, grew up in Australia. Yes, he was born in New Zealand, spent most of his childhood in Australia, moved back to New Zealand, and that's is that. that. Is he a reverse Sam Neill? Because I think Sam Neill oh, was the born in Australia and then went to New Zealand. Yes, I think he's a reverse yes. Sam Neill. Yep. Yeah. Classic. There always <laughs> has to be the exact same number of Maintain people balance. in each, and exactly. yeah, exactly. So if one yeah. goes one way, the other guys go the other way. Yes. Each country has a hundred people in it. One hundred. And they just one hundred even, and they like it that way. 
They like to swap too. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. We, wow. We, we did, did it. it gang. Two we years it. running. It's so good. It's so good. Thank Paul. you so much. Thank you. What an incredible recap. Thank you for having me. I feel like I truly, <laughs> with my third appearance, I feel like I truly have earned uh, the title Horrorspondent. Oh, you are. So, thank you so much. Yep. Yeah. Thank nobody can, nobody can take books. that away from you. That's absolutely not. Don't <laughs> let anybody take fact. that away from you. Just like exorcisms, it's science. It's science. <laughs> <laughs> Latin is stronger than English prayer. Latin is stronger than English. <laughs> Even though they are Italian. And the, the Italian doesn't seem like it ever came into question as an option. English or Latin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just spoke some Spanish prayers. They did a little Italian prayers, but it was definitely made clear that Latin was the strongest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> There's a lot um, to think about. There's a lot to there's dwell a lot on. To think much about. to think there's about. There's so much, much to think about. about we after all gotta have a little think about how the Spanish Inquisition <laughs> and the wasn't what you thought. Not your fault. It not wasn't the their fault. fault. It's not what you thought. It's not what you thought. And and you know what? They're just trying to prime us to tell us it's not their fault about other controversies that have happened in the church. I was going to say, it feels weird to like start and stop there. They're working their way up. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to start with the Spanish Inquisition. All the the sequels are just like slowly being like, we didn't actually do anything bad. Oh my God, that's what all the sequels are for. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Just absolving one best of luck to you, Catholic Church. <laughs> Eventually, they just remake Spotlight, but it's it turns out it's demons. <laughs> demons. demons all They're CGIing yep. Rachel McAdams and her khakis <laughs> to be like it's demons. <laughs> yes. demons. What if they What if they just took Spotlight and they just <laughs> inserted Russell Crowe in there? <laughs> Saying to everybody, it's demons. And then nobody acknowledges him. He's like, I don't know why they won't listen to me. (laughs) That would be great. That would win Oscars again. It already won Oscars and then it would do it again. Yeah. It'll do it again. Groundbreaking. Uh, Paul, do you have anything you want to plug for our listeners or anything, anything going on or... Well, I would like to tell people that I'm going to be doing my variety show, Variatopia, in Charleston, South Carolina for the first time, which oh. I'm very excited about. That will be Friday, November 17th. Uh, two shows, I believe they're seven and nine. Um, so come on out. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's music and comedy, surprise guests. Um, it's a really fun time. That's very fun. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. That's really exciting. Um, well... Yeah, thank you guys. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. Oh my gosh. And we got to do it. Here it is. I know it's it's really it's really happening. It's I really ha- I'm can't believe I did this whole episode looking like this. <laughs> I can't believe that I got used to it. I, yeah. I got really used to it. I re- I really didn't think I was going to. <laughs> At the beginning I was like this is going to be impossible. <laughs> I got used to it too. It's crazy how humans can adapt to any anything in their environment. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Sammy, so I'm excited for you to be able to wash all that face paint off of your face though. It I'm is just, very I'm really itchy. Looking forward to that the top half has been really <laughs> I like that feeling it's down so onto funny. the black cheeks. It's such here. a tactile <laughs> feeling. Like snowing. Like, you, when you move your face, you can feel it like crunch and wrinkle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
It looks the dedication. So good though. Dedication. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've just got to be my favorite vessel, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, obviously, we have to sign out with an Italian accent. Obviously, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. How do I get into this accent? Cuckoo, That'll be my yeah, like go-to phrase. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. My Italian phrases. There you go. For you got everything. I go in John Wick three. This dog, I do so love it. That's my this dog. I do so love it. Franco Nero, who played the Pope in this, is in John Wick. That's why he's familiar to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great. So maybe it's <laughs> even him saying awesome. that. Right. Thank you, so right. John Wick. Uh, uh, so from all of us here at Too Scary Did It Watch, goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating, a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if one episode a week just is not enough for you, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast to become a patron and receive all sorts of extra goodies from us, including bonus episodes, trailers, reactions and more and no matter what we will see you right here next week for another episode we love you so much bye that was a headgum podcast